Is God enough? Good morning. My name is Denise Wolf, and I live in Niswa with my husband Bill and our two dogs, Bo and Jax. Jax is the big white dog that you see here at church. We have been blessed with three children and seven grandchildren. I have a confession to make to you. I am a recovering organizer and planner. I used to know exactly what days I would shop, do the laundry, mow the lawn, and what we would have for dinner every day of the week. Much to my family and friends' dismay, I would have things scheduled out far in advance, sometimes even years. My family members have asked me, can we just talk about next week and not next year? I say I am a recovering planner because I still do some of these things, but God has helped me tame this gift in my later years. He has taught me to slow down and to try to take one day at a time. I grew up in a family with two brothers and two sisters. My parents always took us to church and made sure that we attended Sunday school. I still remember the sweet stories and songs that I learned at church as a child. My family did not have a lot of money, but we saved up for our family camping vacations and I never felt like we lacked anything. I also had a grandmother named Lillian who was very influential on my faith walk. I remember sitting in church with her and just knowing that she loved Jesus deeply. I went on youth trips and church camps in the summer with my friends, and I gave my life to Christ at one of those camps when I was 15 years old. I can still remember that day like it was yesterday. I felt God's presence so powerfully in that moment. I met my husband, Bill, when I was 17 years old. We dated and married, and three years later, we we dated and married, and three, three years later, we finished college together as a married couple. We had very little money, so we brought our laundry to our parents' home. We took our calculators to the grocery store so that we wouldn't go over our budget, and we even used the trunk of our car as a freezer one year. We rode our bikes or took walks for our entertainment, and we were very happy and content. After college graduation, we both found full-time jobs. Bill was making $12,000 a year, and I was making eight. Woohoo! We were rich. <laughs> Soon we started our family and bought our first home. We quickly filled this home with furniture and all the stuff that you fill your house with. And everything was good, or so I thought so. As the years progressed, we continued going to church and attending Bible studies. We loved our church family. Bill's career continued to grow, and we were able to buy a larger home, and we filled it with more furniture and the stuff you fill your house with. And everything was good, or so I thought so. As Bill's work became more demanding, he started traveling a lot, and I was the one taking care of running the household. I had everything under control, because after all, I was a planner. In 1991, we were able to build our dream home in Apple Valley, Minnesota. Of course, with a larger home came, you guessed it, more space to fill and more things to take care of. During these years, we vacationed in the Brainerd Lakes area and we always dreamed of owning a lake place. In 2007, we were able to buy a cabin on a lake in Nisswa. Now I was really using my planning and organizing skills. After all, we now had two households to manage. We would drive up to the lake on Friday nights and drive home late on Sundays. We were partying with our friends and we felt like we were on vacation every weekend and we loved it. It was after the first year or two of driving back and forth and continuing in our vacation mode that I realized that something was missing. We were not going to church or involved in a church and I felt very disconnected from God and my faith. 
I started to feel discontent and trapped in my life. The kids had all moved out and I was no longer enjoying running two households while Bill was working and traveling. I felt like I had absolutely no reason to feel this way because we had been so blessed by God over the years. We soon started attending a small church in Niswa and I started to feel a little more content again. We both desired to eventually move up north permanently, but we didn't see how that could happen with Bill's career in the cities. One day at church, I poured out my desire to God. I told him my desire to move up north. I should have stopped there. I should have just said amen and been done, but no. The planner in me told him exactly how he could accomplish this. <laughs> First, Bill would be offered a great job up in the Brainerd Lakes area. Second, we would take our time selling the house and all the stuff before moving up here. Hey, maybe we would even hold on to the house for a while. And third, we would absolutely not move during the winter months. Well, this is how God answered my prayer. Due to corporate cutbacks, Bill lost his job and he was unable to find another one. We had to sell our home and all of our stuff. And we moved in February. Right after we moved, Bill was offered a job in the cities, and he stayed at his sister's home while I lived at the lake. I was a mess. This is not what I had planned. This is not the way it was supposed to go. Months later, I was still feeling this way, and I was praying. Actually, I was complaining to God about the situation. I was upset that he hadn't answered my prayer the way that I had wanted him to. And this is what he revealed to me. First, he had answered my prayer. I don't know why it took so long, but this was an aha moment for me. He had answered my prayer. I was living up north. Second, he also revealed to me that I was treating him like a vending machine. Put in my two cents, push a button, and get what I want. And most importantly, he told me that I hadn't owned that house and all that stuff. They had owned me. They were my focus. They were what was causing my unhappiness because I was putting more importance on my stuff and on trying to be successful in the way that the world defines it, that I had neglected my faith and my relationship with God and other people. I felt immense freedom and relief in that moment, and a sense of overwhelming peace came over me. He had answered my prayer in his way, the best way. And if he had done it my way, I would have missed the big lesson. And that is, my possessions are all blessings from God, and they should never take precedence over him. He needs to be the center of my life for me to find my wholeness, my peace, and my contentment. On March 29th, two days before I was asked to give my faith talk, I was told by a doctor that I may have cancer. I immediately went into my planning and what-if mode, and for the first week or two, my mind was reeling. And then I remembered that God has always been with me. He has seen me through so much in my life. Two months later, I was told that I didn't have cancer, but I know that if... All that I own and all that I love is taken away from me, even my health, and he is all that I have left. He is enough. He will see me through it. He is my enough. Thank you.